Welcome to episode 24 of the Basement Boys podcast. Today is Thursday, July 9th. Uh, Chunk, did I get that date right? I think so. Yeah, perfect. But um, we're off a little hiatus. Fourth of July weekend happened. Chase hasn't been on here in two weeks. We haven't been on here in a week, but we're back. Um, hopefully you guys didn't miss us too bad. But anyways, boys, Fourth of July weekends. Chunk, I'll start with you. How was your Fourth of July weekend? What'd you do? Oh, yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, started the weekend off with some fishing with some buddies and then came back, had a fish fry at the old parents' house while they were gone, tore the place up a little bit, got pretty drunk. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, headed out to the campground to see the family and friends. And I got really drunk there and had a great time, made a fool of myself. I uh, tried to pick it, tried to hit on some chicks, didn't work out. But here we are. I'm uh, still feeling the effects of the weekend, but back on the train. <laughs> I love it, Chunk. Uh, Chase, how was your vacation? Um, first of all, did you listen to our episodes or no? And how was uh, the vacation? You had about a week and a half there of just shenanigans. Yeah, you talked about a hiatus. I, I had a real hiatus. Been a couple weeks, kind of a little rust on the tires here. But like uh, Chunk said, we're back on the train. Um, great time up in Wapaka. Uh, did listen to the episodes a little bit. Drewby did an awesome job filling in. Um, yeah, Joel J on. Love the story about catching fish. Also, uh, that guy, how is he still alive getting ran by a cow like that? <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we wonder that every day um, before he got hit by the car, cow, too. But <laughs> Chase, did you do anything shenanigans wise, or are you just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, wake up every day. We were up in Wapaka for the week, so I wake up about every day, have a buddy at like 10, and then the rest of the day is just shit show. We'd have to take the Maui, at, Maui mat out. It's like this big floating mat you just throw in the lake. You toss the anchor in, and then you just lay on that thing, get a nice sunburn, hammer some Miller lights down, and you know. And before you know it, you're in bed by 8 o'clock. So yeah. nothing too crazy, but just a good vacation. Sounds like a canoe trip. But uh, my weekend was pretty good. I went to my aunt and uncle's land with my cousins and everyone. But on Friday night, got out there um, after my dad and I golfed. And one thing that they told me growing up around here next to the Mississippi River is don't fuck with the river. Like, don't uh, don't try to swim in it by yourself. Uh, there can be weird waste in there. There's big dams. There's big fish, big things. I don't know. I've always been told to try to stay away from the river unless – uh, you have a boat and somebody that's responsible enough that knows the river. So we on Friday went uh, on a big pontoon with our family and um, started storming where we were at. It was kind of south of La Crosse and Genoa, kind of on the border by Iowa. So we uh, went about 45 to an hour away from where we parked our cars to get away from the rivers or get away from the storm so we wouldn't hit any lightning or rain or anything. So we just parked it. And uh, so then we start coming back when it cleared, and it's about 8.39, so it's starting to get dusk, a little darker, but all of a sudden the boat just kind of starts fluttering, and our gas fuel um, indicator went all the way down to E. So we started running out of gas at like 8.39 o'clock, and we don't know where to get gas or anything, so um, my cousin-in-law was able to find a place, and of course it's just a, this outside bar with like 30 people there. Um, my family is a little worried about COVID and everything that's going on, and 
they're all out there singing, dancing, um, just all over each other. And for whatever reason, the one person that goes in there to ask for gas is my pregnant cousin, Bria, who just runs in there. So her mom's freaking out. She's like, why did we send the pregnant lady? And um, it's dark out. It's like 10, 1030 by this time. Pitch dark black. Um, got some lady to come down who's hammered. And she's like, oh, yeah, we can give you a drive over down to the gas station and we'll get you a gas can and everything so my uncle just goes in with this guy in a truck and could have got killed but um he managed to be fine after it so it was just weird so we filled up about a couple of gallons um then we just had to navigate the river completely pitch black there's like buoys everywhere so it was weird um just i've never experienced being on a river at night and i was kind of scared for a little bit but i was also pretty calm because i was like everyone else is pretty calm right now so it was it was just a weird experience, boys. I thought for a second there that you guys would have had to uh, start find a new host. Uh, maybe Drewby comes on full time, and uh, you guys just gotta put it in memoriam of me. But uh, we survived the river. It was tough, but yeah, that's how my weekend went. My mom always told me growing up because we had the river in our backyard that there's a there's a secret hand or a, like a magical hand in the river, like a big they called it the hand. And it's really just the current that you like couldn't see, but underneath. So he's like, if you go in there, it'll grab you and bring you down with you. Oh. So I always make sure I'm a good 50 to 75 feet from the shoreline of the river. Yeah. Mississippi River is pretty fast current. It's no Kickapoo River. But uh, I'm going to fuck you up, Chase. <laughs> Mississippi Kickapoo is what you meant to say. Chunk, <laughs> did you have something to say? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys are, but I'm lifeguard certified. So I'm not scared of the river. There, there ain't no fucking fear of the river for me. Your lifeguards, how did that happen? <laughs> I uh, completed all the levels of swim lessons, and I am I could be a lifeguard if I wanted to. Jesus, I didn't know we had Michael Phelps on our podcast. Are you lifeguard certified, or you just could be? I, I I'm technically am. I just have to go get it. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, go get your certificate and pay for whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just have to like show them I'm, I passed everything and boom, you have it. It's <laughs> awesome. But uh, so I go to med school and like pass med school and then like I could be a doctor, but I'm just not. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, sports news happened over the weekend too. Um, we'll try to touch everything we can here. But the biggest thing we obviously got to talk about is the Pat Mahomes extension happened on Monday. Uh, we talked about it on our podcast here. Chunk was saying that uh, takes a discount, which he didn't. He kind of did, but I, it first came out to me. Ten years, I saw that tweet by Adam Schefter, and I was like, no way. Like, that's baseball contract. And it ended up being $503 million total, um, which makes him the highest paid player, but not by as much as we thought it would. Um, 63 million fully guaranteed and 141 in injury guarantees. This kind of was crazy. Uh, I read a story today that the news was actually broke by a employee at a liquor store. I don't know if you guys knew that, but uh, a chief's a member of the chief's front office came in and bought like six champagne bottles and said to him, "Oh, it's a big signing." And first person that they asked is, "Oh, is it Chris Jones or DN?" They're like, "Nope, even bigger." So then someone that worked there tweeted, oh, big signing by the big extension by the Chiefs. I'm guessing it's Mahomes. And then sent it to Schefter. This was 90 minutes before Schefter tweeted, and then Schefter tweeted. So that's a pretty cool story there. Um, that could be me. 
could have been me and Chunk uh, breaking the news there. Oh, side note, we'll get back to Pat Holmes here. But also what happened on Monday, Chunk and I closed down the store. And at about – our store closes out at 11 o'clock. 10.58, this guy comes in and obviously hopped up on something. We're like, oh, great. What the hell? We just want to get out of here and play some FIFA and get home. But uh, comes in, goes through, like, all the aisles. Apparently went to our back room and got picks up. We have a beer sitting in our back room. Just grab beer out of our back room where the employees can only go and just, like, set it on bread, crushed bread and everything. We have no idea. We're just chatting, like, oh, let's get this guy going. Um, grabs a just hands full of stuff, like chips, bread, beer, um, some, like, strawberries, whatever you can find, donuts. And I think he was homeless, but I don't know. But just just walks up past our counter, past Chunk, walks past me. I'm standing right at the door of the entrance. I got one door locked, the other one open, and just goes straight out the door. Doesn't even pay for anything. I was like, are you going to pay? And he just left and went out the door. Me and Chunk just look look at each other with our mask on and just start dying laughing because we're like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) But uh, it was just weird, and I almost locked that other door right away. So if you would have just ran into that <laughs> with all the food and stuff, like, do I just open them and be like, yeah, sure, steal, steal our stuff. But it was so awkward. And I don't know, Chunk, what you were thinking, but I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Chunk, what was your thoughts when that happened? I still couldn't tell you. I don't have a thought on it. Like, we just looked at each other and laughed, and that was my thought. But like like you said, I, I kind of came down earth. I was like, you know what? We could have maybe tried to stop that guy, but who fucking knows? He's all cracked up. Could have had a knife or a gun on him or something. We could have been killed. Yeah. You know, so that, it's fine that we let him go. Yeah, so I was in Hazard twice uh, this weekend. I almost died. Yeah, a hell of a week. Yeah, but uh, the cops came and talked to our managers the next day and was making fun of me, I guess, because I had like my shirt untucked and stuff. He's like, Jesus, did he offer to bag it for him too and stuff before he left? And I was like – to, I don't want to get shot. That's your job as a police officer. But anyways, Pat Mahomes signed a 10-year, $503 million extension. Chunk, what did you think of when you saw the news? I Honestly, I was like, what the fuck? Because I never thought even Zeke's six-year contract, I was like, holy shit, that's a long time. I thought it was the, like, the longest NFL contract in only five years. So to me, that was I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, is Mahomes kind of fucking himself over for the future here? Because in three to four years, the new salary cap comes into play, yep. and there's going to be quarterbacks making more money than him. So, like, I'm like, I don't know if he signed he signed a team friendly deal, but for himself, he could have made a lot more money in his career had he not signed a ten year deal. I would have went like even like a three or four year deal if I were him. Get like fifty fifty five million a year of that, and then that new salary cap comes in. And then even if he wins like another ship, another MVP or two in that time, then he could get like seventy million a year or something. So I mean, five hundred million dollars is still insane. Um, how do they get to five hundred three? Why not just five hundred or like five hundred five? I'm sure there's a little negotiation there. They met in the middle somewhere or something. I don't know. It seems like Chiefs threw out a deal right away, and they seem to like it pretty fast. Um, there obviously was a lot of injury guarantees and. There's a lot of clauses that if the Chiefs don't reach certain things that are sustainable, whatever that may be, I'm not sure how it's measured, whether it's getting players or being competitive still, that he can just opt out of his contract. But uh, as we kind of talked about, in the NFL, these longer deals um, are beneficial towards the teams because of the way the salary cap moves up and stuff. Like a couple of years ago, we signed Devontae Adams to – 
what was like the top five wide receiver contract in the league at the time. Now he's like the 15th, 17th highest paid receiver. And he's definitely a top four or top five receiver in the league right now. So um, as time goes on, it definitely benefits team. Whereas in baseball, the longer you sign a guy, the more harmful it is to a team. Like think about Ryan Braun, we're still paying that guy that much um, because there's no salary cap. It's just all kind of interesting how it all played out. Chiefs obviously are here to stay for a while. Um, they're still trying to make moves. Uh, defense, they've made some acquisitions the last couple of years. Um, they're very much in win-now mode. Uh, receivers like Sammy Watkins came out and said how he's taking a discount because he wants to win. Um, Tyreek Hill will probably have to be paid here soon. Um, so it's interesting to see. But going to leave like not too long ago. Wasn't he going to like not play in the Super Bowl? Who? Sammy Watkins. He said he he thought about retiring after the Super Bowl. He thought about I don't know. He also thinks that he's a lizard person. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah, he thinks he's half, he's half lizard. So, <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, um, Chase or Trunk, you guys got any more to touch on the Pat Mahomes contract? Uh, it's an outrageous deal. I still think by the end of it, he's probably will still be the highest paid quarterback in the league. I can't see. I don't know if Lamar – like, Lamar's not going to get a 10-year deal. He probably won't even get seven or eight. But one thing – this might be interesting. Maybe it, it will happen for Lamar and Deshaun where they start going to these, like, baseball contracts where it's, like, 10, 12 years for these guys who are just generational quarterbacks. Uh, another thought I have, it seems like such a long contract. It's half a Tom Brady's career. He has to live this contract, and then he could have another contract of the same one and still, like – be short of Tom Brady's whole career, yeah. which is not. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think it's beneficial they took a hometown. I mean, you see Tom Brady these last few years, how many discounts he's taken, the rings mattered. He's also got a lot of endorsements that are lined up. But uh, the reason why Tom Brady could take this many discounts later on is that he's got that big Under Armour deal. He's got basically his own like corporation with the TV 12 and everything. He's got Giselle. So Mahomes doesn't have necessarily all the endorsements that Tom Brady has at his career. Um, he could still have injuries and stuff where it could hurt him, but uh, I think he's still going to be – I think in 10 years he'll probably be the best quarterback in the league still. I mean, he'll be, what, 34, 35 years old. So um, it, it'll be it'll be interesting as this kind of sets up a different market for the quarterbacks now. Uh, well, Mahomes. Like, she's she's got to be just – Mahomes' girlfriend, what do you think she's feeling? She's got to be just the absolute oh, yeah. – um, she's got to pitch a perfect – I think I would be nervous of her. She's got to pitch a perfect game for the next, like, three or four years to try to get a ring from him. Oh, yeah. I think I think they're pretty much a done deal. They've been together for a while since he was at Texas Tech. But uh, she tweeted about how they're here to stay and stuff. And um seems like Jackson's pretty excited about it too. So. Uh, <laughs> The, I think that extra three million is from the five hundred to the three million to make five hundred three is for Jackson Mahomes to make more TikToks. <laughs> fuck that guy. Who's gonna give him three million just to shut the fuck up? The Chiefs, just fucking stay off our field, and make more TikToks. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, uh, this sets a, another bar for the quarterback market. Um, I think the biggest losers from this is the Dallas Cowboys as Dak Prescott's going to ask for more money up towards that number. He wanted that highest paid spot towards Russell Wilson's number. 
it's going to go up even more. They should have signed him to, to a deal that he asked for before uh, Mahomes got start um, got uh, started on the contract negotiations. But now Prescott's going to be asking for uh, even a higher price, and if they don't meet that, he's going to very well walk. Uh, Shank, what's your take on all that? The Cowboys uh, were they dumb for not signing him? With, what Prescott wanted. I mean, at the time it seemed kind of ridiculous what he wanted, but now it's going to be even higher. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are they're, for they're absolutely fucked now. Uh, he was asking for a three to four year deal. I, salary cap comes in in what? Three years or four years? I think three years. So in three years, he was looking for a three year deal. So then he could restructure when the new salary cap comes about. I think Jerry should have done that because now if you look at the Mahomes deal, he, you're either going to lose Dak Prescott or you're going to have to pay him a fortune over a seven, eight, nine-year stretch. And that fucks the Dallas Cowboys. because He's nowhere on a near level to uh, Patrick Mahomes. No, not at all. And we knew this Mahomes contract was going to come um, maybe before training camp or after next season, obviously with his last year on his contract coming up. But it, it was just you got They got to play chess there. They got to take risks and just give him the money that he wanted at that time. Make him happy. Be ready for the season. But who knows if there's even a season this year? So it's kind of crazy. Chase, what is your take on the whole Cowboys Jack Prescott thing? Uh, I still think it's Andy Dalton's team. He's going to come out. Jack's going to break a play this year. He's going to have an Alex Smith Bill Tyson type uh, type of play. It's going to be Robert Quinn. I don't even know if they play. But Robert Quinn's going to be angry. He's going to break his leg. Andy Dalton's team this year. <laughs> Jesus. I think that's a little bit of a ginger bias there, too. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so it was interesting. Deshaun Watson, you mentioned, referred to, he's got to get paid soon. So that market team is going to get, go higher. You know he's going to get paid top two quarterback money, um, unless the Texans are just fucking idiots, which they've proven to be this offseason. But, uh, yeah, so it'll, it'll be fun to see. Um, we still got Rodgers on our deal for a few more years. Um, he is, what, third or fourth highest paid quarterback now? Rodgers? Yeah. I think he's like fourth or fifth. But yeah. I'm going to argue the fact I think Houston might have had a better offseason than people think. You, yes, you lose DeAndre Hopkins, but they brought in Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, who are both inside route runners, outside route runners. Deshaun Watson's not the most accurate quarterback in the world, and he moves around a lot. Those guys can create space. I think it opens up a lot of things for that offense, and you still have uh, Will Fuller to go deep. I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, Rodgers is tied with the fourth highest, tied with Goff, 33-and-a-half. and Wilson Mahomes are all ahead of him. But, uh, but, uh, show what you're saying, what you're saying. But yeah, Chunk, to touch on your Texans offseason, um, they could very well have had a good offseason. We just didn't know it. It's just DeAndre Hopkins is going to catch radius of no other. Um, Brandon Cooks has been successful when he gets traded, but there's got to be a reason these teams keep trading him. Um, he's, he's a field stretcher just like Will Fuller is. Cobb is a slot guy that can get uh, inside yards if you want him to, um, five, six yards at a time. But the thing about Cobb is um, why do they sign up to a three-year deal? That's the only thing that I'm kind of worried about for them. I think he's he's got to be 30s, obviously. His rookie year was 2010, 2011. So. 
He's got to be yeah, least he's, he's 30 or 31. Um, and for a guy like him, I think he can play. Like he can be productive for another three years, but I think he'll retire after that. That yeah. third year is the risk there. I think two years here, he's going to have two solid years. Oh, yeah. Cobb, don't get me wrong. He can still be good. The thing with Cobb is that he needs um, pressure off of him. He needs other receivers that are good. You saw that when Jordy went off his injury. He wasn't as effective and everything. Um, he's got to be the number three guy in the system to be successful, I think. You can't have him as the number one or two. Like he, like he used to be a great number two receiver to Jordy and um, all those guys, but that's kind of how it played out. On other news in the NFL world, we got a couple more things to touch on. Deshaun Jackson, uh, not much to say about that for people that kind of kept on the news, posted an Instagram story referring to a Hitler quote about how um, – what was it, Chase? You kind of did some research for it. It was it was bashing the Jews, kind of, and it was just a quote from Hitler that he shouldn't have reposted. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I think the quote itself was just saying something along the lines that like the white people in America who used to be Jews are oppressing the blacks because the blacks are the real people from Israel or something, and the like actual Jews. I don't know. It was just an absolute wild quote, obviously from Hitler, so it's wild. Um, if you're Deshaun, like if you're anybody, and just the word Hitler, like Hitler should be nowhere near your social media or anyone's social media. Do not put anything Hitler related on your story, especially the Eagles owners are Jewish. I don't know if you guys knew that, but how he hasn't gotten cut. Yeah, wide re- Eagles wide receivers just have a terrible time with race relations. Uh, shout out Riley Cooper. Shout out to Riley Cooper. He's on my fantasy team one year. <laughs> yeah. Extended yeah. It's just why that's probably one of the worst people in America or not in America in the world that ever lived to try to post something from his inserts. Uh, He had it highlighted too. So I don't know what he was trying to do. He apologized about it. um, And it's just like the time now, like how sensitive everything still is. It's just like, why go that route? Um, Post black lives matter and all that stuff. But to kind of go after different races and stuff. That was just not a good time into Sean Jackson's part. Um, We've okay. been talking about age a lot this episode, but how, how fucking old is that guy? Because I swear to God, when he had that punt return for the touchdown against the Giants, I didn't even have pubes. That was a Packers <laughs> Super Bowl year. <laughs> yep. That guy's got to be like 45. He's older, too. To me, he's like to me, he's like Randall Cobb, though. They've missed a lot of time with little nagging injuries. So, I think they're both – Deshaun's like 33, Cobb's 31, but really Cobb's like 28, Deshaun's like 30. With the time yeah. they've missed, they're not as beat up. It's just all those muscle injuries, though, that linger. That's the only thing about it. But yeah. yeah, you're right. They don't have as much wear and tear and hits, but they do have muscle stuff. Cobb and a hamstring. And, but uh, move on to another kind of sensitive topic in the NFL. Washington Redskins have lost. Uh, FedEx told them, they're one of their big sponsors. Uh, their field is called FedEx Field. Told them that they should change their team name because it's kind of a racial slur towards Native Americans. Well, it is. And Nike told them that they're not going to produce anything that is has Redskins on it for them. Um, there's just many different kind of things. This has been an issue for years. And what's their owner's name again? Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder has always refuted it. And now that 
um, now that he's obviously going to lose some money on it, it's just not a good situation for him. It's it's just kind of the domino and all the race relations things that's going on. But it, my favorite thing is how he himself did a poll, like the Redskins did a poll of Native Americans about, uh, I guess, nine out of ten Native Americans don't think it's uh, insensitive of the – Washington to have this name, which is like if you're, if you're doing your own poll, that's kind of tampered, right? Chase, what do yeah. you Probably nine out of those ten Americans were paid off by Dan Snyder. Yeah, so it's like it's like when the police investigate stuff that involves their police department, it's like obviously it's going to come out in their favor. So, but anyways, you guys don't have to touch on the Redskins thing. Uh, what what cool names do you think that Washington can change to? Uh, I, I'll start off with mine. I saw this. I don't take any credit for this. My favorite one by far, it kind of puts the icing on the cake of everything, is the Red Tails. Um, and that is what they called the first, I think it was like the first uh, kind of Air Force, African-American Air Force team that when they flew, they had like these, they were called the Red Tails because they had red smoke flying out and, in World War II and stuff. So it kind of tips cap to African-American culture and kind of turns the tide a little bit. But I've seen other names, uh, Red Foxes, stuff like that. Uh, Chunk, did you have a name in mind that you'd want to see? I don't have a name in mind, but I was going to say, like, Dan Snyder and James Dolan are the worst owners in professional sports. Yes. But uh, um, I, I just thought of a great thing. Just thought of it right off the top of my head here. Uh, remember when Paul Revere – held up that thing, and then said the British are coming. How sick would that be as a logo on a helmet? And then you think of a name to go with that. God, that'd be sick. <laughs> the Revere's. Did he hold a, hold a lantern? Something like that, and he's on a horse. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Fuck. Lantern. This could be the Patriots alternate logo. I guess, yeah. Instead, they have a Patriot like playing center. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Chase, do you have any name ideas for Washington? Yeah, uh, Back in the 70s and 80s, they won three Super Bowls, and they had a uh, lineman, and his nickname was Hog. So I think you go with the Washington Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Warhawks. Yeah, dude, back to your Dan Schneider comment. It's so true, though. The Washington Redskins, you don't think of a franchise that won three Super Bowls because they barely they barely fill out their stadium. I don't think I've ever met a Washington Redskins fan. I don't know. That Joe Gibbs era is what turned it around. And they've just, I don't know, he's done everything to piss off people in the front office, um, other minority owners. There's three minority owners that make up 40% of their team that wants to uh, sell their stake in it. And it's just fans aren't very intrigued with it. Uh, Kevin Durant mentioned it many times. He's from Washington, D.C., and he's a Redskins fan. How it's just um, disappointing where the Redskins are now and what they used to be back in their time. Um, they've got a pretty good football market there on the East Coast. Maryland is a very big football um States. I know DC. It's it's its own thing, but it's not by Maryland there, so they attract a lot of Maryland fans. But um, it's just interesting how that all kind of came about. But switching gears here, uh, NBA. We recently had uh, was it the Magic that went under the bubble? Um, they had day one this week. Guys, first thoughts on the food, Chase. When you saw it from Troy Daniels and Evan Fournier, what they were having like, what'd you think? Yeah, come on. These are some of the world's greatest athletes, and you're giving them a fucking Lunchable. Like a half of a Lunchable, and it's like dried up watermelon and shit. Like, it, 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 it looked like a salad that 
why can't they just have room service from like the rest? They've got to be in nice hotels with nice restaurants. And why can't they just have the, if someone's going to bring that to their room every day, why can't they just have room service? It's all these like packaged lunches and all this stuff. If you think LeBron's going to go in there, someone who's probably been having a five-star uh, chef for the last 20 years of his life, he's going to go in there and even fucking punchable. No chance. He's bringing probably his whole chef for the whole league. Yeah, it was kind of fun, funny because on Tuesday they had the Troy Daniels tweet, and then of course LeBron on his Instagram story put Taco Tuesday and it's like these gourmet tacos. It's just like this guy's not going to eat that. But yeah, they should have like a cafeteria or something downstairs where they're just serving up good food. I know they're trying to limit uh, interaction with between people and stuff, and but uh, I mean if they should have some cooks that are in a bubble too, pay them up, pay them a little more. They don't have to see their families for a few weeks. Some of them might like it, but. Uh, Chunk, what did you think when you saw Troy Daniels post? I actually didn't see the post, but I agree with everything that you guys have said so far. Other than the fact that, Chase, you cannot say greatest athletes in the world and have Evan Fournier in that sentence. <laughs> you just can't do that. <laughs> but I like what you said, Cam, about the chefs. Bring a couple down. They're all in a bubble. If they all come down, test negative, they're in this bubble, why not just let them interact a little bit? Obviously, you continue to test. Things come about, then you quarantine. But I would, I don't mind. I like that idea. Yeah, um, it's something that should have been thought about beforehand. Obviously, I don't know where they're getting this food from. It looks like food. I guess it's kind of related to the cafeteria thing. It looks like you've been at like a hospital cafeteria or something, and they've got like the coolers and like it's like the sandwiches from there and fruit cups and stuff. It's like yeah, it's like processed shit that's been sitting there. It looks like they just dug something out of the hotel fridge that's been sitting there for a couple months. Uh, this yeah. makes me really excited though for like everything else that's going to pan out going forward. Uh, I think we need to have like a reality TV show or at least a documentary coming out about this in the future. Oh yeah, they you know that they've got camera. You know that once the Bulls thing dropped, LeBron's got his own camera crew now on its way to film his, oh, yeah. and you know. Random people got theirs, like JJ Reddick or someone's got his own. He's got his own podcast, but you know, someone wants that limelight too, and it's like they want their own series, and it won't be nearly as good or interesting for anyone. I know Gary Payton wants one and stuff, but um, yeah, you guys took your sunglasses off. This was sunglass themed night. What happened? All right, I'm adjusting. My eyes hurt so bad. Jeez, Chase, you got some wacky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was loving it mlb released their schedule we finally got that uh, underway brewers opened up with the cubs so i won that bet between chunk and drewby they each paid me their dues 20 bucks each chase i don't know if you listen i think it was the first episode that you missed but we took a bet on who the brewers will will draw opening day i had cubs chunk had the padres and drewby had the reds so um, they, they drew the Cubs. And I was right, but always them. But anyways, Brewers, they open up at Chicago, then they're at Pittsburgh. They play the NL Central and the AL Central, um, which is kind of beneficial because AL Central, they've got the Twins that are tough. And then basically everyone else is kind of mediocre or up and coming. Uh, Indians, you could say, is kind of good. White Sox is up and coming. I know Chase is a White Sox fan. But uh, the Brewers, they had the least traveled among all te- teams because they're kind of in the middle of the NL Central and AL Central, how it planned out. The 3,962, 
Cubs are second to last with 4,071. The most traveled, which I thought this would be Seattle, is the Texas Rangers at one or 14,706. So obviously that plays in a factor. They almost have 12,000 more, um, I don't know, almost 11,000 more miles traveled than the Brewers. But anyways, Chunk, uh, you see this Brewers schedule, um, who they got to play in the NL Central and the AL Central. Is this favorable for the Brewers or you think uh, this season is going to be a grind just like for the rest of the other teams? Uh, to me, I think it's going to be a grind for us. Over a 60-game stretch, we have so many new pieces coming in. Um, I think it's going to be one of those years where it would have taken 60 games to finally gel, and then we would have went on a run for the final 100. So I think it's going to be a tough year for the Brewers. Obviously, I'm rooting every game for us to win. But in the schedule, the NL Central is brutal. You know, you play the Cubs 10 times. I don't know, the Cardinals maybe seven. That Right there, that's a third of the season that's absolutely brutal. And then to go play the Indians, who are always in the playoff hunt, who are aging, and they're, they're going to struggle in a couple of years. But they're still good. The up-and-coming White Sox, the Twins, who are fucking loaded. They might be my World Series pick. I, the, the schedule doesn't set up well for us. And then to play teams like the Reds or the White Sox, that over a 60-game stretch can go 40-20 and 20 for all we know. So it, it, it worries me. The schedule is very unfavorable for us. Yeah. Chase, what are your thoughts? Did you do much research in on the Brewers here? Nope, didn't look at the schedule once, but just from that, uh, it was maybe going to be a rocky season for the Brewers anyways. Probably couldn't name the starting nine. Um, well, eight other than the pitcher. But, uh, you know, hopefully we get there at the end. And uh, one thing is this is going to line up well with the NBA playoffs, so October is going to be one hell of a month. Yeah, it's uh, – Brewers' team this year is very platooned. There's a lot of – couple guys that will be in and out of the lineup, space off matchups and stuff. But, yeah, Chunk and I were talking about this. I mean, once everything gets going, we'll have the NBA, the MLB back. Um, Premier League is ending soon. You got your Manchester City jersey on, and it's coming back early September. So that's crazy. Chase, when did you get your Manchester City jersey? I thought you thought they were lost in the wind. Yep, ordered them about six weeks ago. Got them a week ago. So it took like five weeks to get them all. But, man, these are these have got to be the nicest jerseys price-wise, about 40 bucks each, all embroidered. Pretty sweet, nice little ombre going on there. But these got to be the coolest kits in the Premier League. Yeah, when you were wearing them around your family, were they like, what the hell is that? Yep, everyone's like, what is that? My dad thought it was a, like a skiing thing at first. <laughs> My brother's like, it's a soccer jersey. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, my arsenal, they're, they're on a hot streak there. Um, that's all I've been paying attention to is Premier League. They're on like every day because they're trying to fit all these games in. So it's just been soccer overload for me. But uh, back, we're, we'll touch on more soccer here soon. But the new COVID rules in the MLB, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they cannot spit. They cannot lick their fingers at all. I don't know how they're um, going to be able to monitor this and what the penalties are. But we saw uh, – yeah, you can spit. You cannot spit or lick your fingers as a pitcher. So we saw Garrett Cole try to. They had like a little scrimmage, and Garrett Cole, you could tell him struggling because he loves licking his fingers before every pitch. He was just sitting there, just like you know, he wanted to do it, but he didn't. And he talked about how hard it was, but um, it's interesting. I don't know they're trying to stop germs flying around and everything, but uh, it's weird because it's not really a contact sport. So you went like NBA. These guys are spitting each other and stuff, and spitting on each other but 
Um, it's interesting. But you saw guys. Like, seems like an optimist thing to me. Like, just for people watching, they just want to know that MLB is doing something to to try to monitor it and keep it under keep it under wraps. I don't really know if, like, maybe – I guess there's probably a little bit percentage left. Yeah. The closest guy you in baseball, other than the batter, umpire, and catcher, is far more than six feet from you. Yeah. Just just have pitchers wear a mask and have some pine tar on their hat so they can grip it better. I don't know. But uh, anyways, uh, back to soccer, though. Our wonder boy. A lot of you might not know, but U.S. men's national team is up and ri- rising. Now is the time to get on the bandwagon train before um, the World Cup hits in 2022. I know that's a few years away, and people don't usually get into the World Cup. Or, I mean, not into soccer unless it's the World Cup every four years. But they're up and rising. Um, you got Gio Reyna, who's in Barista Dortmund, which is in Germany, who's been playing out of his mind. But I mostly want to touch on Kristen Pulisic, who plays for Chelsea in the English Premier League, who had a goal the other day. He's had three goals in five games. He's a regular starter for them. He's hitting his stride. He's only 20 years old, Chunk, I think. 20 years old? 20 or 21, yep. Yeah, 20 or 21. <laughs> Barely even drank a beer. What's that, Chase? Chunk all of a sudden just got a big hammer in his lip. <laughs> no, I noticed that too. <laughs> he looks like Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Show us what you're working with, Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Chris and Pulisic is a wonder boy. Uh, U.S. men's national team. Soccer's on the rise in America. There's... I don't know. If, I think we talked about this before, but in the United States, there's more soccer fields now than youth baseball field, baseball diamonds. So pretty soon, the next five, ten years, I think it's going to pass up the MLB. Um, you could see it pass up hockey here very soon. Does anyone know what's going on with hockey? Is NHL coming back? I, I thought they were the. I don't know. I forgot hockey existed. To be honest. I honestly didn't even think of it until you just said that. <laughs> Is it coming back or no? It's supposed to be. I thought it was like going to be the same time around the NBA and stuff, but it just disappeared. I mean, nobody's talked about it. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen it anywhere. I've been on social media a lot lately with all my downtime. I haven't seen anything about hockey. Not that I follow very many hockey follows, but shit. I don't know. But yeah, soccer is up and coming. Um, they expect the MLS to be big in a few years. You saw back to COVID in soccer that uh, FC Dallas had to drop out of that MLS's back term because they had too many cases. But um, pretty soon I'm starting to think that the European leagues are going to have fans. Maybe not this year at all, but you can definitely see January, February, when the season starts heating up, them having to have fans as European countries, their cases are starting to go lower and lower. But uh, Man, we are flying through this episode, boys. We got the draft up next. You guys got anything to touch on? I just wanted to touch on U.S. soccer quick. Yeah. Not that a lot of our viewers care, but you should, because this team actually, in my eyes, might compete in the 2022 World Cup. You got, like you said, Gio Rana. We got Pulisic. Other names, Julian Green, Weston McKinney. These guys are all under 21 years old, and they are going to be stars. They're all over playing in Europe right now. Europe's top notch for soccer. You don't want to play here in the U.S. You want to go over to Europe. You get better that way. And you pair them with veterans like Josie Altador, 
John Brooks, uh, Fabian Johnson, Michael Bradley, DeAndre Yedlin. This team's going to make some fucking noise. So get excited for it because it's yeah. happening. Yeah. And then you can, you can credit us and say, these boys got me into soccer for it. It was cool to be in. So you can be one of those snobby guys that's like, I liked soccer back in 2020 before they won the World Cup. But yeah, they also got Sergio Dent. Uh, they've got uh, Josh Sargent who plays in Scotland or Ireland. Uh, they've just got a lot of good young talent. And it's exciting because I think Christian Pulisic is one of the best players in the world as of right now since we came back. He's playing like it, which how many times have you ever said that about USA soccer? Never. So it's kind of crazy. Um, what sucks for us, just think about if all our athletes played soccer, though, just like every, all these other countries, we would – picture LeBron James on the pitch. Like, we would just dominate teams. I mean – You'd have J.J. Barea and Steve Nash. Oh, <laughs> Steve Nash. We wouldn't have Steve Nash. Yeah, we wouldn't have J.J. Barea either. <laughs> we, would, we wouldn't have either of those guys, actually. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. Oh. Uh, yeah, Steve Nash. I, I stumbled upon his TikTok. He's really good at soccer. He's a big Tottenham fan. That's Eric's team. Yeah, we actually Steve right. Nash and I shared a moment last year. We both cried uh, when Tottenham reached the Champions League final, which Arsenal has been there in a while. So, I don't know. yeah, well, but yeah, Steve Nash and I both cried. Lucas Mora scored. And fucking what a moment for us! Yeah, Tottenham's never won the Premier League, but that's a different story. Three yeah. times, actually. Get your facts straight. Three times. Three-time champions. They have never won it. They have. They what have won it? it. Fact check right now. 1961. Guarantee it. 1961? It's been a while. It's been like, I believe they won it in like 61 and then 64 or something. Spurs have never won the Premier League since the Premier League was founded in 1992-93. Right, the Premier League, but they won the league. It wasn't called the Premier League. English football. The Premier League. Fuck you, it still counts. Hotspur <laughs> sealed the football league first division title with a 2-1 home win over Sheffield. What's the date? Is that the FA Cup? 1960-61. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. April 17th, 1961. Our parents were even born when that happened. Tottenham Hotspur. But yeah, exciting times. Let's get on it. Uh, boys, we had draft series. Chase, get the get the uh, pick orders right. We're gonna do four picks each because this is kind of a dense topic. But we're doing best restaurant appetizers. Um, so you're sitting down at a restaurant, see something you like before you get your main food. Obviously, sometimes this is my main course. Um, but yeah, best appetizers that we can think of. Chase, what is the draft order going to be here? All right. I will be one, can two, chunk three. First pick goes to number one, me. All right, Cam, you're one, Eric, two. Cam, me, Cam, Eric. All right, let's get it. Chase, you are up first, Um, and you got to – you got to say it like you're ordering it to the waiter. That's the how rule. Many, how many picks are we doing? We're doing four each. All right. God, do not, I, oh, this is a bad one to have the first pick. But how hot are the jalapeno poppers? Are they, like, really hot or just a little tang in there? Or just a little tang? All of the jalapeno poppers, please. The number one over. <laughs> <laughs> jalapeno poppers, number one. 
I like those. That might not be a, a crowd favorite, but deep fried with some cream cheese in there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, uh, can I uh, can I get extra ranch for this, please? Uh, traditional barbecue wings. Just doing chicken <laughs> wings. That's fine. <laughs> extra ranch. So I got uh, wings for my first pick. That's a good one. I almost did that too. So basic. So can I just get an order of uh, cheese curds to start? Oh. Cheese curds. I was waiting. I didn't know if those were the same things as hop, jalapeno hoppers, so I didn't want it to be another thing where it's like that's the same thing. That's the same. And, uh, you know what? I'll, along with the cheese skirts, I'll take a, a side of onion rings as well. Oh, onion rings. Do like onion rings with barbecue is fucking so fantastic. Yeah, I just like them plain. All right. Um, I'm not sure what's on all of this, but I'll just take the works. So, uh, can I get some nachos? <gasps> Dude, that's what I was gonna... <laughs> you got, you got queso on there, you got little chips, you got the red chips and the like blue chips and the yellow corn chips and just digging through it. Everyone's, this is before COVID every, all the time, but everyone's just digging in. You just get a chip that's just full of a bunch of shit and you're like, oh, this is great. And you see your buddy take it, you you paid for it, but he just takes the last chip full of everything. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Nachos. You're having a Coors Light? Of course you'd have a Coors Light. You love that piss beer, don't you? Uh, ma'am, I'll take a Miller Light. And uh, can you bring out some fried pickle chips for the table, please? <laughs> oh, deep fried pickles. <laughs> love those. Love those. Howard's fried pit pickle chips are pretty good. Yes. Well, we didn't come out to a fancy restaurant not to live it up tonight. Uh, can you start us off with some oysters, please? <laughs> Good shit. You guys like oysters? I don't know if I've really tried them. I remember in San Francisco we ate at this pretty bougie or pretty sick restaurant, and I don't know if one of us got it, but I got scallops. Yeah, if you're into seafood, oysters are so good. Yeah. All right. Am I up now? Yep. Shit, I just had one. Um, this is very specific. Can I get specific on it or no? Like certain restaurants? Yeah, sure. All right. So we're at Texas Roadhouse. Can I just get some more of uh, the extra buns? Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a cheap code. It's You're not just... an appetizer. You get that throughout the meal. That's You're before... gonna say the honey roll. This happened every fucking draft. I knew it. You guys said it's fine, and then I asked you. Fine, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. This is why I lose, because you guys always take down my picks. But uh, fuck you guys. So then I can't say breadsticks, right? No. Well, you can say breadsticks, but like... No, it's the same thing. You get breadsticks throughout your meal. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go with... Um, Blooming onions the same as onion rings, right? Can't do that. All right, yeah, well, I won't do yeah. that. Uh, I'm just gonna go with the. Uh, it's kind of related to pigs in the blanket, but uh, can I get uh, your bacon bombs? 
Oh, those are amazing. Howie's bacon bombs. Oh. Yep. All right. I won't say it. I don't think Chuck was going to say this, but bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Man. Hold on. Am I not up? You're no, up you're up. But... Oh, he was just oh, saying. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's me now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, can I? Do you guys have cheddar cheese? Uh, if not, ranch is fine. I'll I'll get some pretzel bites. Ooh, those are good. Nice and hot. Uh, what what kind of salads do you guys have? Then the waiter obviously answers. And you know what? I'll go with a house salad today with uh, extra bacon bits. Extra <laughs> bacon bits. House salad. <laughs> That's good. Um. Fuck. You know what, pretty simple here. I'm a simple guy, burgers and fries, but before my burgers and fries, can I get uh, some mozzarella sticks? Ooh, fuck. Yes, you can. Not a big mozz guy, mozz stick guy myself, but it's, it's, down one. It's, say, you, get, you get like those platters that has like wings and stuff, you know what I mean? Like Applebee's or TGI Fridays. The mozzarella sticks are a nice compliment to it. So there. I got, I got, yeah, I got honorable mentions. I can mention last pick here, Chase. Uh, so I see it only comes with three, but could we, since there's four of us, can we get four of them? Um, yeah, the crab, the crab cakes. Yeah. You, you can, <laughs> uh, perfect. Four crab cakes then. That'll be great. Are we in Maryland? <laughs> Football <and> crab cakes. <laughs> Oh, man, this, is, this is a Maryland episode. We've talked about Maryland a lot. I've never been there. Want to go there? It looks pretty sick. But yeah, Annapolis Boat Show. Yeah, they've got cool accents. They got Chase. Go through your honorable mentions for us. Uh, we said pigs in a blanket, right? Yeah, bacon bombs, pigs in the blanket, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, spinach and artichoke dip. Yep, I was gonna say that. I almost picked that for the last one. Yeah, this one's underrated. Usually not at a restaurant, but like you can get it from the store. Or maybe your mom makes it. But you ever been to a restaurant before? What vegetable pizza? Oh no! How <laughs> <laughs> about spinach artichoke dip? Still, you replied really fast to that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere on a bunch vegetable pizza with the cream cheese and like the and shit. Oh man! Oh yeah! Yeah. I remember I ate Connor Frawley's mom's vegan pizza back in like, or we were hammered. We stayed over there. Yeah. But uh, I have some, out of, or I'll let Chunk go. Chunk seems to always your last audible mentions. Chunk go with your audible mentions. I really don't have any, just a Caesar salad. I, I flipped a coin between house and Caesar. I went house. <laughs> <laughs> You had two different salads on your list? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever think you get a crab cake at a fucking restaurant. I think you get a salad before that. It's like... <laughs> oh, man. But mine, it's kind of related to nachos, so I didn't say it because I know that you guys would have shit on me, but um, chips and salsa or chips and queso. I know that's, that's also kind of – at Mexican restaurants, they give it before, but there's some places where you can order that. And then I had a uh, little like uh, burger sliders. I don't know if you guys ever had those. Those are those are good. 
Um, Spanish artichoke, artichoke, Jesus, Spanish artichoke dip. I almost said that. Um, guacamole is, I'm just getting on the dips here. Guacamole, that shit's fire. But uh, that shit is gas. Well, yeah. You guys ever have uh, cowboy caviar? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Let me fuck your face right now, Chase. I love that shit. <laughs> shit's so fucking good. Oh, oh my God. I eat it with chips. I just like spoon it into my mouth. I do too. And people are like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, fuck you. I don't care. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Damn. It's the black beans. I love black beans. Yep. Chunk, you like black beans? beans? I like black beans. All right. Yeah, dude, that shit is amazing. But I think we forgot French fries. Yeah. Like, really appetizer? Yeah. Oh, you just start with an order of, like salt and vinegar fries from Howie's. Oh my god, dude, those cheese yeah. fries, or whatever it's called from Howie's. Cheese fries, yeah. No, what are those called? Dynamite fries. Dino fries. Remember the Dino Nuggets? I feel like you're a big Dino Nuggets fan, Chunk. Oh, I still eat. never had them. Got some in that's, my freezer. Oh, well, that's Chase. I knew it was someone. I I lived with both of you guys. I knew someone had the Dino Nuggets. I still I get them every time I go to the grocery store. What about Uncle Chuck? What does he get? Uh, I feel like he probably makes his own chicken nuggets or something. <laughs> He's a big dip guy. Oktoberfest when he made his uh, buffalo chicken dip and he passed out puked everywhere and we ate all of it. Not as, not as, not as puke, the dip. We ate the dip. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, holy shit, quick episode, boys. Uh, anyone... Got a funny story for us before we kind of go to shout-outs here? Uh, it's been a quiet, quiet week. Yeah, sometimes I just wake up and stare out the window. I got denied another job this week. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are sad today. Sad boy hours. Good thing Juice World's got an album coming out because then we can all listen to that and cry. Oh, shit. Um, anyways, shout outs. Chunk, you got a shout out for us? Nope. Jesus. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. We got nothing going on. We just, we planned for this episode, but I promise, but just nothing is happening. But, uh, but you, guys, you know, I got a shout out. Shout out to the Bud Light two for three deal. Eighteen dollars for thirty six beers. That got me through the fourth. There we go. Yes, yes, you were pretty yeah. horned up about that. Um, I've got a shout out to Drewby for filling in. Thanks for doing that, man. Uh, did a great job. Chaco Aaron Jones, that was good. He did. A, he had a very good. Chase, you'll be impressed. Everyday celebrity hit. He hit on four out of the six of them. Four out of the six he hit on. So. Um, they were good. Two of them, he was just – I think it was Stan Van Gundy and Terrence Ross. He, for those two – a lob. Yeah, he, he just said, I don't know. I just think of Stan Van Gundy as a coach. And Terrence Ross, he just goes, I don't know. I just picture him hitting corner threes against the Bucks, Like, Drewby, come on, man. But, uh, he had a decent draft, too. Um, he bought an Airbnb because uh, they had free s'mores chase. That was, that was what sold him on it, free s'mores. Chunk chunk goes, you can buy $7 worth of supplies. But, yeah, so shout out to Drewby. And um, also, the thing I want to touch on, we kind of didn't touch on it. It was Pride Month last month. So I've got a lot of friends and family 
that happen to be homosexual. So I just wanted to say that you do not go unnoticed. Um, happy Pride Month to those few. Chase? Uh, yeah, sh shout out to uh, the girl that Eric's about to go hang out with. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking funny. Trying to go to on that. I got some buddies on Fortnite right now that really sound fun to play with right now. <laughs> oh, man. He's, he's ditching the FIFA for me. That's all right. No, no, we'll get that in. <laughs> but anyways, thanks for listening to episode 24 of the Basement Boys podcast. We promise for you we'll get some more contests and stuff out there soon. Also, for next episode, make sure to go vote on Twitter and Instagram. We're doing a little competition here. One of us is going to be hammered next episode for episode 25, so we're quarter of a century mark. Go vote on Twitter. We're going to put three guys, three of us up, and the poll is who do you want to see take a shot every 10 minutes throughout the episode. So they're going to be pretty drunk. We're going to make sure this episode's going longer than normal so that they can get pretty hammered. And the two, the top two that get the most votes on the Twitter poll, well, then it'll move over to Instagram, and you got to vote on Instagram, and the winner on Instagram has to do it. Um, hopefully it's Chase. He needs it. Um, he looks pretty sad right now in Milwaukee. Uh, one of his ex-tings just got COVID, and he's just got to live with that thinking of her. But uh, anyways, thanks for listening to episode 24, and have a great afternoon. If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh -huh. get ready to get drunk up. Let's do it.